We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mountain West Insider Podcast here on the Field of 68 Media Network. And our Mountain West Insider is currently in the Mountain West. Jeff Goodman is sitting in the, I believe it's the Albuquerque Airport. Is that where you are right now, Jeff? That is correct. Nice little airport, easy to get in and out of. That, that's the key, right? For a great airport, uh, you want to be able to get it from your hotel through security to your gate in under 20 minutes, which I did easily here in Albuquerque. So uh, love the Albuquerque airport gets a 10 for me. Well, there you go. That's what people come to this podcast for to see your rankings of uh, the airports in the, uh, the mountain West cities. Um, So you had a, you had a quite enjoyable swing through the mountain West um, this week. You went to Utah state to see them beat San Diego State and take over sole possession of first place in the Mountain West. And you also headed down to the pit for the first time to see yeah. Colorado State play at New Mexico. Let's start with Utah State and San Diego State. Um, first time in the spectrum. How impressed with you? What was the environment like? Talk me. Talk to me about what that experience was. It was awesome. Like, like every bit is good, if not better than advertised. I mean, those students are unbelievable. And... Uh, they're so passionate. They're fun. They're organized. They get their sheet, their double-sided sheet. And uh, those fans, I mean, you could tell how how into the program they are. And, and that's the thing is, you know, Utah State has had sustained success. And, and part of it is because, and I, I talked to Danny Sprinkle about it. I had breakfast with him yesterday before I left uh, at Herms. Really good spot, by the way. Really good spot. Um and, and it is. It's a huge home court advantage. And I'll put it up student section-wise against probably any in the country that I've seen so far this year. And we've seen some good ones. Mm-hmm. We've been at two. You know, we were just at Auburn. And, I mean, they are strong. They're like probably 4,000 of the 9,000 people. So percentage-wise, you know, it, it's almost half the arena. And they're into it. And, again, when their Aggies are, are playing well like they were, it, it was a big difference maker at the end. It, it just Logan was awesome. It was fun and it was beautiful out there because you had you had the snow. Now, not so beautiful when I woke up yesterday morning, Rob. You know, I, you check in the weather. So I had to go from Logan um, 
to Salt Lake and then fly to Salt Lake to Albuquerque yesterday to make the game and make it kind of tight. And I had to show yesterday from my hotel room. So, you know, in the morning I wake up and I'm going to meet Sprinkle for, for breakfast. And I looked into the forecast and it was supposed to be fine. And I opened my blinds and uh, it is snowing uh, like crazy, like crazy. And I'm like, oh, no, because, you know, you did it. Mm-hmm. You know, that that drive through the canyon is not easy. So I Sprinkle was leaving before me. He was catching a flight out. And uh, so I hit him up. I was like, hey, how, how was it? He was like, it, it's, it's not that bad. It didn't take that long. There were about a 15-minute stretch where I was wondering if I was going to make it to another game or to the, to the pit. Um, or, or my final game was going to be, you know, on, on my tombstone. You know, his final game was at the Spectrum. It, well, look, if you died after going to the Spectrum, that was the last thing you saw. You probably right. are in uh, in a pretty good place. Okay. Um, yeah. And then you also made it to the pit for the first time. The pit is famously where uh, Terrence can we been. Can we talk first? Wait, wait. Can we talk about Utah State and how impressed I was by Great Osavor and, and Darius Brown? Well, I was we going to the pit. I was I was gonna get there and just talk about who impressed yeah. you the most of those two teams. So just talk to me about yeah. the experience of the pit. And yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of the pit is listening to T.O. talk about how he ate too many green chilies and had to uh, basically sprint up the tunnel to try to make it to a bathroom in time. It is crazy. That tunnel, if you're not in shape, which I'm not in shape, but you go up that tunnel, first you are winded. You are winded uh, out here. I can see where, where the players – you know, coming, obviously, it wasn't the same for Colorado State coming from Fort Collins. But, you know, some of these non-conference opponents that aren't used to it when they come out to the pit for the elevation, when they come out to Logan, Utah, it is a major difference. Like, I looked at, at Jaden McGee, actually, when first time up and down the court, and it looked like he was cast already. I don't think he was, and he didn't play like he was. But but already you look at it, players, and it, it has a major effect on you. But the pit is mammoth, man. Like, it is huge. There were, like, 15,000 on a weekday night at 8 o'clock, which is, you know, the late start. Um, And it's not the same student section-wise, but overall, those fans are crazy. I mean, again, they've been – they've been. it's the only game in town. I mean, both of these places, that's the beauty of the Mountain West is, like, it is it. It is what they live for. And you can tell they're so passionate uh, about their teams, and their teams are good. That – you know, that was the beauty of this trip, too, Rob. Like, I got a chance to come out here and see, in my opinion, the four best teams in the Mountain West play against each other in probably the best two environments. Like, it couldn't have been better. So those, those two environments, top ten environments in the country, um, that good. And uh, the coaches were great, too. You know, obviously, Richard Pitino had a huge win last night. And uh, I think they were exhaling the staff after that one because it was nuts at the end. Yeah. Um, all right. So what was the most impressive thing you saw there? How good was Utah State? You just mentioned them earlier. New Mexico found a way to get an insane. You know, we'll talk about the New Mexico win after. Talk to me about Utah State and how good they were in that win over San Diego State. Our man, Great Osborne, is awesome. First of all, like his personality, listen, every bit as good as what we saw when we had him on the, the Mountain West spot earlier this year. A stud, a stud, smiling. Uh, Darius Brown met him. He's incredible. I mean, he had such a good game. Uh, looking for his offense a little bit more uh, in that one, which was much needed. But uh, Osborne is a guy that he's so big and strong, Rob, but so agile for his size. When you see him in person, you're shocked some of the things he can do off the bounce. And he played an unbelievable game. 
kind of kept it simple, uh, passing it, and had a career-high seven assists, but five in the first half. And, like, he has a tendency sometimes to maybe try to do too much passing, and, and we talked about it after the game, but just kind of kept it simple. He's gotten used to playing out of double teams now, which is something mm-hmm. he had never done, obviously. He was a six-man last year at Montana State. Uh, but I thought it was funny, too. I was talking to those guys a little bit about their – their transition coming from Montana State, which is kind of a party school, you know, in in Bozeman, and coming to Logan, where it's all about hoop. And I was saying, I was like, what do you guys do, you know, after, like, on a weekend? What do you do after a big win like this? And they're like, nothing, man. We just – we play ball here. We might have some friends over, but, you know, the, the, the great thing about Utah State and Logan is the focus is solely about basketball and getting better. And, uh, man, Sprinkle is as impressed. I've known him for, like, 20-plus years, Rob, dating back to when I ran a prep school tournament. But he's he has grown, matured, all of it so much. He's a stud. And, and to be honest, he's number one right now. After Lamont Paris has kind of slipped up with South Carolina, he's number one for me in National Coach of the Year rankings today. Uh, because of what he's done, taking over a new program, having to completely reload. Like, they took – you know, they inherited a couple guys who were red shirts last year, but brings those guys with them. Uh, he's done an incredible job. So, like – and that was a big win for Utah State because, you know, it's kind of a signature win for them, right? San Diego State. And is- they're in first place now. Like, you yeah. win that game and yes. you are in first place all by yourself. And hold on, let me bring up their schedule real quick because I do believe they – It's easy. Yeah, it's they play easy. – they're at Fresno State, Air Force at home, at San Jose State, and then New Mexico at home. You win, you beat Fresno, Air Force, and San Jose State, and odds are pretty good you're going to be able to have a chance to have the the, the game in New Mexico before the outright regular season title because this is what Boise's got left. Why At Wyoming, at Air Force, which is going to be tough, and they get New Mexico at home, Nevada at home, and at San Diego State in the final game of the regular season. So yep. they got a, no, they got big, a little big, bit more. Big win. Big win. They kind of control their own destiny. New Mexico thinks they control their own destiny too, because you know they're they're right there. They're half a game back. They win the tiebreaker against uh, Utah State. So if they beat them on the road in Logan, which wouldn't be easy. So if they both went out and play that final game, uh, if New Mexico wins, it would be uh, a share, but they would win it because they would have swept. Uh, they would Utah get the State. number. They would get the number one seed. Yeah, number they one seed. yeah they would get the number one seed. And um, I made a a little side wager with Richard Pitino uh, that if you look at uh, my interview post game interview with Richard Pitino, if he wins the 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 Mountain West regular season title, he has to paint his face uh, like Snake does. Good, good. I like it. I'm in. I'm in. He on might it. look um, better. Yeah. All right. Let's see, you, you just mentioned New Mexico. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about that wild finish and uh, and. Where they they rank? Because I I think it is fair to say that they are probably not. I wouldn't say that they're the best team, right? I think that San Diego State and Utah State are probably the yeah. two best teams. I think that because of what they can do defensively, because of how uh, good their guards are, and because of the the offensive explosions that you can see out of New Mexico, I would say that they are the most dangerous team for some of these these you know. I think that we have them as like a nine seed right now. Yeah. They're a nine seed. I think they're one of the most dangerous nine seeds that you're going to find in the Mountain yes. West. They can they can get to a Sweet 16 easier than I think some other teams. I'll say this, Rob. Like they're put together pretty well. They got three really good guards, and all three of them made plays at the end of the year. That that's the beauty of this New Mexico team is Richard Patino can kind of call all their numbers, whether it's Mashburn, you know, House, and we saw Dent make the play of the game, obviously to win it. 
Uh, and then you, JT Topper did not play well at all, but he's been terrific this season. Uh, Nelly Jr. Joseph was awesome for this game. So when you look at their five guys, and then Mustafa coming off the bench had a huge three. I don't know if there's a scarier team overall. Like, I would not want to see them in the NCAA tournament because we know what wins guards. And they've got a couple bigs that, that are really, really, you know, you know, talented. One's older. Um, so I, I feel like out of those four teams, New Mexico might have the highest upside, right? They might have the highest upside. They've lost a couple games at home recently, which hurt them. Uh, but all these teams, the beauty of the Mountain West, Rob, is anybody can beat anybody. There's not a lot of separation between these teams. We see it. Uh, one thing I will say is, like, anybody questioning whether any of these four teams are talented enough, are good enough to make the tournament, is out of their minds. We've seen – I bet you I've seen 20 of the top 20 teams right now in the AP poll. And uh, they're right there with them. I mean, we just saw Auburn and Kentucky. Like, these teams can play with all those teams. These teams can beat all those teams. You know, there's a couple teams at the top, UConn and Purdue. And then, to me, from three or four down to, you know, 25, 30, there's not much separation. Yep, I agree. Um, I think that uh, New Mexico is really, really dangerous. And uh, how loud did it get after Dent's layup? The oh, end? insane. Insane. I mean, both places were so loud like that. Probably louder than Auburn. I mean, they were. They were louder than Auburn. Um, I got to give you. Section. I got to give you credit. Yeah. I don't give you a lot of credit, but I got to give you credit. You actually got a good video. I think the first time in your life that you came up <laughs> and you used your phone and you got a good video or a good picture or content that we could actually use without being embarrassed to post it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website 
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you. So I meant to ask you the other night when I did the sprinkle interview post game. You guys were laughing at me. What was the issue with the camera? I thought I did all right. You did it. It was, it was better Solid. than your normal effort. But uh, you kept yeah. leaning forward, and the, like the top of your head would get cut off in the interview. Like it just. We weren't worried just, about me. We we just wanted to get uh, you know sprinkle in there. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip. Get home safe, awesome. travel safe. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'm, I'm seeing Caitlin Clark today. I'm, I'm oh, on a mission right. to get to Indiana. I got to go see Caitlin Clark. I got to run, you, actually. I got to catch his flight. Yeah, I hope you miss your flight. So for uh, for Jeff Goodman, we're going to get here. He had an interview with Danny Sprinkle on Tuesday night and an interview with Richard Bettino on Wednesday night. I'm getting my days confused. It's that time of year. But I believe those are the, the right days. So we're going to drop those in right now. Mountain West Insider Podcast, Field of 68. We'll see you guys again next week. Welcome back to the Field of 68 After Dark. We are heading all the way out to Logan, where the Utah State Aggies continue a terrific season under Danny Sprinkle. He should be in the National Coach of the Year mix. He absolutely is. Aggies beat San Diego State 68-63. to And where in the world is Jeff Goodman? He's with Coach Sprinkle now. Jeffrey, how are you? Yes, we are in Logan, uh, my new favorite place, and uh, with Danny Sprinkle, yep. Coach of the Year candidate, and uh, that was one hell of a win. Wow. And one hell of an atmosphere. I mean, listen, you're, you're up most of the game. San Diego State comes back, which you yes. knew they were going to yeah. come back, yep. right? Yeah. And Darius makes a huge three, three off an offensive rebound yep. uh, with one second left in the shot yep. clock. Yep. I mean, it was kind of a Hail Mary a little yes, bit. Yes, it was. And uh, it went in. We'll take how, it. how big was this win for, for your program? For this team, it, it was huge because our respect for San Diego State. Everybody in the country knows how good they are, and you know, coming off a loss and and having our back a little bit against the wall, yeah. you know, and still we people still don't believe in us, and we still <laughs> yeah. have a chip on our shoulder, and you these, want that, though. yeah, you want it, right. and uh, and our guys, they just they're together, and, and they came out and competed their butts off, and and against a great against a team that was a national runner-up last year. You returned zero points, yeah. zero points. You're picked ninth in the preseason poll. Yep. When did you realize that this team actually had a chance to be pretty good? Probably the in the Cayman Islands, because before that, like we like we didn't play great against Southern Utah, like, but we had so many new guys. But when I saw how close this group was in the Cayman Islands, and we beat some really good teams out there, 
You know, like when we beat Akron, because they're a physical team. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, and then Stephen F. Austin, like all sorts of different styles. And we had different guys stepping up every night. And so it was, it was fun to see. Yeah. And, and it, it makes us hard to scout and hard to guard. You know, you return no points. Yeah. But you kind of did because you have Darius and, and Greg. Great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, those we returned 42 tonight. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, those are two dudes who came with you from Montana yeah. State, and they were awesome tonight. And, Phenomenal. You know, Darius made big plays all over the court, and Greg just is much better than I thought he'd be. Yeah. In terms of the stuff he can do off the bounce, he, he does everything. For a big boy like that, yeah. for 250, the way he, he can, can move, move yeah. whoa. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of awkward sometimes the way he moves, but it, it makes him hard to guard. Yeah. You know, like, he can handle the ball. He's got a 7-4 wingspan, so, the, you know, he's just herky-jerky, and, and all of a sudden he's at the rim. Um, but I thought he – you know, he had that six-minute span tonight where I thought he he yeah. dominated from 10 feet and in. He drew fouls or scored. And like you mentioned, getting, you know, that dunk that he had where he drove baseline was, was big time. So the crazy thing, and I don't want to tell you this, but I looked at your schedule, your remaining four games. Yep. They're all winnable. Like, you control yeah. your own destiny now. You're yeah. in first place by yourself. Mm -hmm. I know as a coach, yeah. you don't want to look past Fresno. Yeah. But you look at it, how crazy is it that you're looking at controlling your own destiny right now in year one in the Mountain West, which the league is unbelievable Phenomenal. right now. Yeah, it, it is. It's, you know, I've, I stopped looking ahead at who we're playing because it, it gets demoralizing in this league. <laughs> you know, when you look at, oh, we got San Diego State and you got Colorado State, you got Nevada, you're at Air Force. Like, it's, it's brutal. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, you know, we have to, you know, like I told our guys, we didn't win the championship tonight. Like, we have to continue to get better. Yeah, I thought we were a little careless with them all at times tonight and stuff we got to clean up. So, um, you know, you win a big game like this. I'm mm -hmm. expecting we're going to go out and maybe have hey. a few, and you told me there's really nowhere to go. <laughs> no. Like, where are we going? You're going to have to come to my house, man. You're going to have to come over. You're going to have to come on there's over. No there's no bars yeah. in Logan. That's what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. There's uh, nothing. I don't think so. Like, I haven't been to – I don't – I go home. You know who could never live here? Who? Rob Dawson. Yeah, Rob, hey, but we still got to get you to a game, Rob. <laughs> come to the game. We'll send you to Salt Lake to a bar, but you, you got to come to a game. All right. That, that, that does it. We'll, <laughs> we'll send it back to the boys, um, and, and they can pick up on, uh, on Rob Doster crying right now because of UConn's uh, loss at Creighton tonight. Hey, and I know there's a former Aggie at, uh, at, at UConn, or at uh, Creighton tonight. So yeah, he, hopefully he had a game. Did he? Oh, he made about he 10 threes. He's a good kid. Yes, yes. All right, back to you, boys. And uh, and thank you for joining us tonight. And Can I just say for the record, Fanta, I've been to the Spectrum. I've been to Logan. I went to a game in the Wild Bill days. I did the I Believe That We Can Win chant. Uh, I did all of the, the student section stuff that made me just special. Yeah, I've been there. I got the videos. I'll show you. I didn't wear one of the Wild Bill costumes. Um, we're, we're saving that for good. But I've been there. I promise you, Sprink, I've been there, man. Hey, did you go to a bar when you came here? Because that's how I know I if you're not. lying or not. <laughs> I, I did not. You said so you did, after the game, After the game, I, I'm not even joking. Uh, the, our friends there took us out for ice cream sundaes. That's where we went after. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. That's how we so do wholesome. it. So wholesome. So wholesome here in Logan. And with a last right, name like Sprinkle, there's, with a last name like Sprinkle, there's got to be something at that ice cream parlor in honor of the Utah State be. head coach. Yeah, no doubt, Danny. Congratulations. <laughs> Please, take care of Jeff. Make sure he doesn't turn into Jack Nicholson in The Shining in the mountains out there.
<laughs> hey, appreciate you guys. We're gonna hire him to be our IT our IT guy on campus. I killed him. You can have him. You can have him. You can take Please, him. Take him. Take him. Coach. <laughs> we'll see you guys. All right, we're out. We're out. I gotta find that one bar. The one bar yeah. Logan, I'm gonna find it. All right, best of luck to you. And in another 20 seconds, they'll be back on. You know, could you imagine <laughs> if, like, I just thought of it now. Could you imagine if if Goodman was just, like, on every stream in the background? It just, like, you know, like. You just... <laughs> can, can we, John, can we go back to this? There's not a bar in the town. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't make it there. It's how, but no, seriously, like, how do you not have a bar? You're a college. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, where do I they would go? Is it house parties? I gotta talk to somebody. We need. To, I need to talk to. I need to talk to someone. Yeah, that's. Uh, they go <laughs> out for ice cream. They get ice cream Sundays. A little bit of whipped cream, a banana split. Uh, we, we got a couple minutes left here on Sirius. Moonshine. Uh, got some moonshine. I got some. Got some moonshine in there over there too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Richard. My first visit to the pit, and you deliver. Like, it was, it was a little bit of a grinder until the end, and, man, the end w was unbelievable. Good players on both sides making good plays. Um, you know, obviously, great to have you here. I think us East Coast guys wouldn't know much about New Mexico, but this place truly cares about basketball. And uh, I think when you walk down the ramp or you walk into the pit, you feel it. You know, some re arenas have it, and we certainly do. But it was a great college basketball game. It wasn't beautiful at times, but those last couple minutes, Stevens is making plays, Mash is making plays, Donovan makes a great play, and then we get a stop when we needed to. Well, that's kind of the beauty of your team, right? I mean, you got three guards, and you can honestly put it in any one of their hands to make a play, and they all did in the final two minutes. Uh, how important was this win, though? Because for you, you lost two straight at home, which doesn't happen very often, probably hadn't in your career yet. How important was this one? For again, you know, I know you're not trying to look forward here, but for your NCAA tournament hopes. Yeah, I mean, it's an advantage playing in this building. And when you squander an advantage like we did UNLV in Boise, that, that crushes you. It really does because this is one of the best home courts in college basketball. And so if I walked out of here with three losses in a row in this building, I, I might have just, uh, just, just quit uh, and just give, give – you, you might have given us the same quote that your dad gave no, the other no, day of no, this no. is the most miserable – what did he say? What was the quote? I don't know. You know, I mean, he handles it a little bit differently than me, but um, he's not used to losing. Maybe I'm too used to losing in my uh, glorious coaching career. But, um, yeah, I mean, you don't want to think about NCAA tournament. What you want to think about is trying to accumulate as many quality wins as you possibly can. And this is a team a lot of people have in a five-seed, six-seed or whatever – and we're also, we're in the hunt for a championship. You know, we're, we're one game out or whatever it is. So, a uh, great win for our guys. No, I mean, this, this league, Richard, like I've been, the last two nights I've seen arguably the top four teams in the league. And you talk about teams that, again, they're evenly matched. That's kind of the beauty of this league, right? Anybody can beat anybody in the top four, six, maybe seven teams in the league. And it's just such an underrated conference overall. It is. I think this year is the, the, the one time where it's getting the respect it deserves nationally. I mean, guys like you were covering it. I think they see it. You know, you could justifiably have six teams in the NCAA tournament. Who knows how it all finishes out? Um, it's been tough since I've been in it. You know, I, I've, uh, I've been very, very impressed with the coaching, the fan bases, the players. The players got a lot of substance. Um, and maybe it's they went to a different place and they're, they're getting a second chance or whatever. Um, but there's some special venues and some terrific coaches and some terrific cultures all around.
Donovan Denton that last play? I mean, the speed he has and again, just a guy who can do kind of anything you need him to do now that he's become more of an offensive weapon. Yeah, you know, we, we, we had the similar situation in the non-conference and there was about seven seconds left. I said, give it to Donnie and go figure it out. There was no play call. I mean, you just don't have a lot, enough time to do that. And uh, he delivered early in the season. He delivered tonight. I got a chance to, the highlight of my, my day was getting a chance to take a picture with Snake afterwards. He's a unique one, uh, but he's our unique one, and we love him. He, he, he loves it. You know, he lives and breathes it. I mean, this community really, really, uh, they, 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 they live for Lobo basketball and all the Lobo sports. I mean, our support that we get is amazing. I think if you guys win the regular season title, that you should paint your face the same way as Snake. What, what do we think about that? Can we, can we get that done? If we do, I will coach in the Mountain West Tournament with the face paint uh, first game for sure. So right. uh, then, and We've Snake, got you on record yeah, here, all right? Snake will help me because he, he was in. When I walked in, he was painting his face. I'm like, well, how are you in here, and why are you painting your face? I, I can't wait to see, well, <laughs> Jill signing off on this. Oh. If you win the regular season title. Uh, I don't know if Jill's going to be okay with you looking like Snake. You know? you know what? I have a face for radio, so to cover up a couple blemishes, and it might look good. No doubt. Well, listen, uh, it was great being here. I, I mean that. Two, two Northeast guys, two mass holes, can we say? One do you consider yourself for, a mass hole or no? sure is a mass hole. What do you consider yourself? I, people always ask me all the time, where are you from? And, and everybody thinks New York because my parents, but I actually consider myself more of a Boston guy. You know, I mean, we were, we were together Northeastern days, so. Um, obviously proud of your success and excited with what we're doing. Hell of a win. Hell of a win. Congrats.